I'm Olympic and world champion diver, Laura Wilkinson, and this is the Pursuit of Gold podcast. Each week, we are unlocking the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual tools that help athletes reach their biggest goals in sports. Recently, Texas, where I live, was hit hard by Winter Storm Uri. I unfortunately had to reschedule several amazing guest interviews for this show as I lost power alongside so many in my great state and we had no idea when it would be restored. Thankfully, though, the storm has passed and now we're watching the actually heartwarming aftermath, which is full of neighbors helping neighbors. Right after the storm, my family road tripped with me down to a training trip in sunny, beautiful Coral Springs, Florida. And since our interviews were postponed for a bit, I thought this would be a great opportunity to discuss a topic that I've had to deal with so much over the years. And I actually get asked about it constantly. Fear. No one is immune from fear. We all have to deal with it in some shape or form, but fear is one of those things that can easily spiral out of control. And before we know it, we find ourselves stuck, feeling like there's just no way out. So today, I'm breaking down fear. We'll talk about what exactly fear is, the different ways it affects us, how we need to change the way we think about fear, the only way to overcome it, and the gift that fear can give you. But before we jump into the episode, I want to read you a recent five-star review that we received on Apple iTunes from Lauren Ann. It's titled, My Workout Soundtrack. She says, I'm a marathon runner and love listening to this podcast during long runs. It's been awesome to learn more about athletes I know of, as well as learning about new athletes to support. I end up following all the interviewees on social media afterwards. Can't wait for the next Olympics, hopefully this summer. Thank you, Lauren Ann, for your great review. I'm so excited that you are enjoying this podcast. And for those of you listening, the absolute best way that you can help support this podcast and allow us to keep bringing you these inspiring and resourceful episodes for free is to do exactly what Lauren Ann did. Subscribe to The Pursuit of Gold on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star rating and a raving review. All right. I believe that there's gold in your future, so let's dive on into this episode. Fear is huge in my sport. It's the thing that I get asked the most questions about constantly. People wanting to know either how to be fearless, how to deal with fear, or how to overcome fear. And listen, I am no stranger to fear. It's something that I battled toward the end of my gymnastics career long, long ago. But there's been many times that it's been nearly paralyzing during my diving career, which has been almost 30 years long now. And I've even had to deal with fear outside of my sport and my everyday life. The good news is, though, because I've dealt with and overcome so much fear in my life and in my sport, I now have a very healthy perspective on it, and I have some good advice on how to deal with it and overcome it. The first thing that I want to do, though, is to make sure that we're all starting on the same page with the same foundational definition and understanding of what fear actually is. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, fear is defined as an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. Let me repeat that. Fear is an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. This may seem kind of silly to you, but I'm going to continue breaking this down so that you understand something very crucial for moving beyond fear. So we just learned that fear is an emotion. To follow this train of thought, that same dictionary defines emotion as a conscious mental reaction subjectively experienced as a strong feeling, usually directed toward a specific object and typically accompanied by a physiological and behavioral changes 
in the body. Again, this is crucial. So I'm breaking it down to the very core so there's no misunderstanding of what we just learned. Fear is an emotion. And an emotion is a conscious mental reaction that we experience as a strong feeling. So fear basically boils down to a strong feeling. Before we go any further, I want to make something very clear. We all have fear. Fear is completely normal. In fact, there are even some situations where fear can be helpful. Fear can keep you safe by alerting you to a dangerous situation, or it can help you proceed with caution when you just need to be aware of dangerous possibilities, but not certain doom. Healthy fear should make you aware. It should heighten your senses and allow you to make a good judgment call on if something is safe or not. And most times fear is just, you know, a little kind of annoyance like that, making you aware or cautious about certain things or situations. But sometimes fear can escalate to the point at which we can feel completely paralyzed from it. Sometimes this happens slowly over a long period of time, finally culminating into this life-stopping brick wall that we just can't move past. Other times, this fear appears almost overnight, and it can be confusing what caused such an escalation so quickly. But regardless of how fast or slow these overwhelming fears can be, hear me on this. A healthy fear should not be absolutely paralyzing. It should not feel like a brick wall. A healthy fear should not be so strong as to dictate what you are doing to the point of stopping you in your tracks and holding you hostage to what you can do. You need to know this. However big your fears are, you are not powerless against these fears. Fear feels like it has control over us. Sometimes it's just enough to frustrate, hinder, and slow down our progress. But there are those times when the fear is so all-consuming that it truly feels like you're banging against a brick wall or that something is very literally holding you back. Fear can feel all-consuming. Fear can feel paralyzing. Fear can feel debilitating. But remember, fear is just a feeling. Fear has no actual control over you. It's only making you feel a certain way. And I'm not saying it doesn't feel very real or that it doesn't make you cry or make your heart beat a million miles an hour. Fear is a very powerful emotion, but fear is, at its most basic level, just an emotion. Fear itself has no actual control over you or your actions. It makes you feel powerful feelings that lead you to certain actions or inactions, but the fear itself has no control over you. Now, most of the time, fear starts small. So small, in fact, that we try to ignore them or brush them aside, hoping that they'll just go away, disappear, and we'll just forget about them. No big deal. It's like it was never there. But that's not really what happens, is it? When we ignore our fears, they don't get smaller. They begin to grow. When we are trying not to think about them, we are actually actively thinking about them. For example, I did an experiment on my nine-year-old. I told her to be ready to tell me the first thing that pops into her mind after I tell her something. And then I told her not to think about a red light. And when I asked her what the first thing to pop into her mind was, sure enough, it was a red light. See, when we're trying to push our fears away, we're actively interacting with them. We end up thinking about that very thing that we don't want to think about. So we end up just pushing those fears around and inflaming them instead of actually getting rid of them. So, of course, they begin to have more and more power, and eventually they start to dominate our thoughts. 
This might be the point where you're going to be tempted to stop the episode because what I'm going to say next, you might not want to hear. But I'm going to challenge you to keep listening because yes, what I'm going to tell you may be tough to hear, but I'm also going to tell you how to do this hard thing. Are you ready for it? Here we go. The only way to overcome fear is to face it. Once we begin to face our fears, to stop and look those fears dead in the eyes and call them out by name, that's the moment when they begin to lose their power over us. And I get it. This may sound absolutely terrifying to you, but you are not powerless against fear. Remember, we know that fear is an emotion. It's a feeling and it has no control over us. Fear is not real or tangible. Fear is a feeling. And in order to face it, we need to begin putting it in its proper place and not elevating it to a higher level of power than it deserves. In order to actively battle our fear, we have to continue to change the dialogue that we're using around it. I know sometimes this stuff stuff seems super basic, but when you begin to change the way you talk about fear, you change the very way you think about fear, which changes the way you feel. And remember, fear is a feeling. It's an emotion. So we need to change that negative feeling and emotion into a more positive and constructive one. Just like in the example with my daughter, when I asked her not to think about a red light, immediately she thought about a red light. So if I don't want her to think about that red light, I need to rephrase and reframe exactly what I want her thinking about. Right after I asked her to think about a green light and immediately she said a green light popped into her head. Instead of thinking about the negative or scary thing and trying not to think about it or ignoring it, we need to replace it. If I'm on the end of the platform, toes hanging off, and I'm about to learn a brand new dive that I'm terrified of, instead of focusing on not doing the thing that I'm scared of doing, I need to refocus and reframe my mind on a positive action that I need to take, not the negative one that I'm scared of. So instead of maybe worrying that my body is going to do a pulling action, bringing me closer to the platform and telling myself not to do that action, instead, I need to focus on the correct action, maybe bringing my arms through first, that will actually keep me a safe distance away. We have to begin trusting ourselves and our knowledge and what we know will help us instead of blindly following our feelings of fear. Fear is not a stable, wise leader that we can trust to help us rise and overcome. Fear is an emotion led by feelings that generally lead us to greater fear, anxiety, and frustration. This leads us to the most important part. In battling fear, you actually gain something invaluable, courage. We all need to understand this, so listen close. You cannot have courage or be brave unless you are first afraid. Bravery and courage don't even exist without fear. And the most important ingredient to becoming courageous is commitment. The first time that I saw a 10-meter platform, if you're metrically challenged like I am, that's about 33 feet or the roof of a three-story building, I didn't think it looked that high. So I kind of ran right up there for my first jump. But once I stepped from the ladder onto that platform... It literally took my breath away. It was so much higher looking down from the top than it was looking up from the ground. And one glance over the edge, far, far down to that water, all I could think was how badly I was going to hurt myself. But the truth is, I had already made up my mind before I ever stepped foot on that ladder. I was jumping off. See, it's normal to freeze up and get scared before a big, important moment. 
that just lets you know how important it is to you. Our problem comes when we take the easy way out, saying things like, I'll try my best. And I know that seems like such a harmless statement, even maybe one with good intentions, but it's not a commitment. It's a cop-out. That's a statement that gives you an out. It's not a statement that will allow you to actually do your best. (laughs) My longtime coach, Kenny Armstrong, loves to say, you can't dip your toe in from the 10 meter to see if the water feels nice. And I've always loved that visual because... On 10 meter, you can't try and jump off. You have to jump in with both feet. You have to commit to taking that big, scary step, that leap. You have to do it by jumping in with both feet. So many people tell me that they want to be fearless like me, but y'all, I'm not fearless. I get scared a lot, but I've learned to move forward anyway. I've learned to make that commitment to jump in with both feet because the thing on the other side of fear, is more important to me than the fear itself. In order to make that kind of commitment to go while you're still scared, you need to have a reason why you're doing this. And it has to be a reason that's going to allow you to bravely rise up, look fear in the face, and jump in with both feet. If this has kind of hit home for you or you really feel like this conversation is something that you need more of, I have a free five-day fear challenge on my website that walks you through a lot of these elements and even gives you simple activities to do over five days in less than 10 minutes a day to help show you how to overcome your fear. Just go to laurawilkinson.com slash learn and look for the conquer your fear section. I hope this has really helped you reevaluate, maybe reframe the way that you think and feel about fear that you understand that it is not something that has complete control over everything that you do, but actually it's just an emotion. It's a feeling and you have the power to face it and to overcome it and move past it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And please be sure to subscribe, rate and review our show. This allows us to keep bringing on amazing guests and it also helps other athletes to find this show. Make sure to check out the show notes to follow us on social media and learn more about our awesome guest. To hear all of our amazing episodes, head on over to thepursuitofgold.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Pursuit of Gold is proud to be a Podigy production. That's all for now. Make sure to tune back in next week.